Hey yo, welcome to Build to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed up love and a whole lot of real talk. But let me just say, this journey is so much more fun with a bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. Hey, what is up? We are back. I am so freaking pumped. I feel like I say this before every single episode, but it's so true. I just get so hyped and so excited to share this with you, to share my journey with you, to hear your takeaways. So as always, make sure you tag me on Instagram at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore. So that way I can know what you vibe with, what you didn't vibe with. I always love your support and your feedback. Um, But with that being said, let's get started. Let's dive in because I have a lot to talk about today and I know that you're absolutely going to love it. And that is we are going to start off with just being like taking some time to acknowledge like your 20s is such a freaking weird time. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Am I on the right path? Am I going to end up where I want to be? Am I following this? Am I checkmarking the boxes or am I living? Like, you know, there's just so many different options in your 20s and it's almost overwhelming sometimes. You know, you look around you and you get sucked into the comparison game of the timeline that you think that you should be on or the success that you think that you should be having or the accolades that you should be accomplishing. And the reality is, is we all have our own paths, right? There's no right or wrong way. There's no clear cut. This is how it happens. This is how it unfolds. This is how you're supposed to live. And I think that's one of the hardest parts of being in your 20s is knowing that you're exactly where you're supposed to be, even when it doesn't feel like it. Because a lot of times I personally feel myself sometimes looking around me like, whoa, where did the last 22 years of my life go? And what am I supposed to be doing now? What am I supposed to be doing next? And that's what we're going to be diving into today. So if you have not listened to last week's episode, I just want to kind of recap on something that I touched about there. And that is this concept of phase one of your life versus phase two. And phase one of your life is when you're dependent on others. You have a set schedule for you. You know, you go to school, you graduate, you enter the real world, and you're kind of just checkmarking the boxes, right? It's a little bit more clean and cut than it is in phase two. And phase two is, you know, when you have no instruction manual, you're in a self-discovery phase and you have the opportunity to grow or die. And the reality of it is that if you're not growing, you're dying. And phase two is your 20s. And this is the opportunities that you have right at your fingertips to truly change the trajectory of the rest of your life. And I feel like so many of us, you including listening to this, you're like, I need an instruction manual. I need somebody to tell me what to do. I need somebody to tell me if I'm on the path to success. And it's easy to crave that because we're humans who like reassurance. We like to seek the approval of others. But when you really use your 20s, your mid-20s as an opportunity to really just lean into that self-discovery phase, to really lean into what it means to be you and to use it as an opportunity to grow, to learn what it means to be you, to learn your values and your morals and what you want from life, right? Because 
as you know, we only get one shot here. And the reality of it is, is that a lot of our life is based off of the choices that we make in our 20s. And I recently read a book called The Rocket Years by Elizabeth Segrin. I will link it in the show notes, but it was so freaking good. It like really dove into all areas of your life and how your 20s are just the catalyst for so much change and how the decisions that you make in your 20s can either make or break the rest of your life. And to you, that might be like, holy shit, Michaela, like that's scary. And and it definitely is and it can be, but it also opens your eyes to realize that where your two feet stand in your mid-20s is crucial for you to take change and take initiative of the rest of your life, right? Easy to be like, oh man, I'm in my 20s. I got to get everything right. But the reality of it is, is that people's lives The most successful people in this world, their lives did not work out because they did everything right the first time. People thrive in their 20s and beyond when they refuse to accept what makes them miserable. When they refuse to just keep going through the motions of life and looking at their 20s from a lens of, I just have to check mark the boxes, but instead looking at it from a growth lens, from an opportunity and a chance to initiate change, to make life whatever you want it to be. And so today I want to dive into four different areas of your life that I personally feel are crucial to building a foundation for yourself full of self-love, full of accomplishments, full of confidence, full of the ability to love yourself more and love others more and to really just give back to yourself and your community and navigate your career and all of those things. And the true life is, is that I don't have an instruction manual for you. I'm still trying to find one myself. So if you find one, holla at your girl. But in the meantime, let's dive into these four areas. The first area that I want to dive into is your hobbies, what you do for pleasure to help you stay connected to your passions because I feel like as we enter our 20s, we get so dang busy. We wear that busy as a badge of honor and I hate the word busy. I think busy is such a conditional statement that can be changed and shifted and seen from different perspective in all areas of life but I'm not going to go on that tangent. The opportunities of hobbies out there are absolutely endless. And as you're in this self-discovery phase of your 20s, get out there and try new hobbies. Try things you've always wanted to try or that you never thought you'd see yourself doing because you never know what you're going to end up loving, right? But your hobbies give you the ability to shape and reinforce your identity and your core beliefs and your values. It gives you a sense of self-worth. It gives you a healthy outlet from stress, from your work stress, from your life stress. It gives you an ability to express yourself and stay connected and rooted, like I said, to your core values. And I feel like as you're going through your 20s and you're picking up new hobbies, it's important to ask yourself, what kind of value does this add to my life? And it doesn't have to be something that you can monetize. And it doesn't even necessarily have to provide like external value. What kind of internal value does it provide to you? How does it make you feel on the inside when you're engaging in that hobby, when you're spending your days off from work or from class or from school or whatever it might be, engaging in that thing? And your hobbies are going to reflect what is important to you. Some of my hobbies, you know, are running podcasting, reading books. I love to travel and those little hobbies are things that make me me. They also provide me with an outlet from work and they give me a way to express myself and they truly have to shape my identity. So what kind of hobbies do you have in your 20s? What kinds of things have you been wanting to try? Don't hold yourself back. Get out there and try it because remember we get one shot here. 
And the second thing that I want to talk about that ties really nicely into your hobbies is your friendships and your community that you surround yourself with. And I don't know about you, but I think that making friends in your 20s is hard AF. Maybe it's because I moved a thousand miles away from home in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know, but making friends in your 20s is really dang hard. And it's because your core values and your beliefs change. You start to set better boundaries. You start to really get in tune with yourself and what you believe in and what you want for yourself. And that directly correlates to the people that you surround yourself with. Because if you're not surrounding yourself with people who are chasing similar goals as you or don't have similar visions as you, it's hard to really thrive, to really feel like you're moving the needle forward, to feel like you're making a difference, to feel like you're not being held back. And I know that with age, I have learned how to better identify toxic relationships, toxic friendships, and eliminating those from my life, eliminating that negativity from my life allowed me to open more room for positivity and positive friendships. And my community that I have now through my online business truly has connected me with some of the most incredible, growth-minded, genuine humans who every single day push me outside of my comfort zone. And it's really hard to dream bigger, to see the bigger picture when you're hanging out with people and surrounding yourself with people who are at the same level as you. But when you surround yourself with people who are one step ahead of you or more successful than you, their energy, their vibes, their motivation, their drive is going to wear off on you, which I think is why I have really just pivoted in like this age of 22 to 23 is because I started to change my environment. And when you change your environment, when you change the people you're surrounding yourself with, you truly change your life. So I want you to ask yourself right now, what does your community look like? The direct people that you hang out with and they say you're most like the five people that you hang out with. So the five people that you spend the most time with, what do they look like? How do they show up to life? What kind of goals do they have? What kind of conversations do you guys have? And all of those things matter. And I think it's important to be picky about the friendships and the people that you allow in your life because your energy is valuable and the energy that you give to those people is valuable. So if you could be giving your energy to people in a community that are going to reciprocate that energy back because you can't be giving high energy. You can't always carry the team on your back. You have to learn how to say no and how to set better boundaries. And they say that you lose a third of your friendships between your mid-20s and your mid-30s. And I don't know about you, but I care more about the quality of my friendships than the quantity. Because I'd rather have five friends standing as high as they could on the bleachers with big obnoxious signs saying, hell yes, Mick, go for it, than 50 friends who are lightly tapping me on the back and saying, you're doing okay. So evaluate your friendships. The next thing we're going to talk about is movement and health and healthy habits because the habits that you're forming now are truly laying the foundation to the habits for the rest of your life and if you follow me over on the gram you know that i am a firm believer that your health is so much more than just movement it's so much more than just fitness it's the thoughts the mindset the words that you say to yourself getting enough sleep fueling your body all of those things but in your 20s it's hard to prioritize your health because you know we wear that busy as a badge of honor we have all these things that we should be doing before we take care of ourselves which i think is a complete load of bs because as humans we are programmed to care and take care of other humans but if we're not taking care of ourselves how in the heck are we going to take care of others just a little bit of perspective for you but the habits that you form in your 20s 
allow you to take control of your health in the areas of your life that you are in control of. Yes, sure, there's some things that we can't control of, of our health that, you know, we're predisposed through genetics or other types of things that, you know, maybe increase our risk for certain diseases or for certain comorbidities. Anyways, what I would rather focus on is taking control of the controllable, the modifiable risk factors we have, which is your overall health, daily movement, eating right. And when we learn how to prioritize our health, there's so many benefits to it. Overall energy, longevity in life, increasing your health setting positive examples for the people around you. Maybe it's your kiddos that are watching you or your family members that are watching you. And if you're developing healthy habits, if you're truly taking care of yourself, you're going to be able to better show up for them, but they're also going to see you leading by example and setting that bar. So then they're going to start to engage in those things as well. And right before our twenties, it was, you know, somebody else was in control, kind of, sort of. Your parents were cooking the meals for you, or maybe you were eating in the dorm hallway and they were in control of what you were eating or, you know, whatever else your circumstances might've been. And in your 20s, you start to develop more of that autonomy. You start to develop more of that self-discovery, right? We're in a phase with no instruction manual. Nobody's telling us what to eat. Nobody's telling us if we have to work out. We have a million and one other things that we should be doing. So how do you develop healthy habits that are going to help you see longevity? And I think it starts with looking at health from the perspective of I'm in it for the long game. I'm not just in it to get fit for spring break. I'm not just in it to get fit for the wedding, but I'm in it because I care about my health and seeing longevity and living every freaking day to the fullest with high energy. And that truly is what health means. And health is something that you get to define however you want it to be. But once I started to shift my lens, I would say I was about mm, 21 and I had just gotten done, you know, with the oh my gosh, I'm in college. I love drinking. I love mug club Thursday nights and all of that stuff. Don't get me wrong. I still love, I still love me a good Friday night out with the fam, out with the friends. But I went through that cycle of, you know, just not giving a shit about my body. And it was exhausting physically, mentally, my overall energy, you know, showed because of it. And once I started to implement daily movement, personal development, doing mindset work, my overall health, changed drastically the way i showed up to the world completely changed too and as a byproduct my family and friends got a better version of me and they also started to develop healthier habits so your 20s are the foundation to developing habits for the rest of your life so i want you to do a self-evaluation and ask yourself are you putting your own health on the back burner are you making excuses for yourself as to why your health doesn't matter because i want you to remind yourself that it's not just a short-term fix. It's not about what can I sustain for today. It's about what can I sustain in my 20s, in my 30s, in my 40s, and beyond, right? So let's transition into career. So the fourth thing that I want to talk about is your career. And your career in your 20s in life in general is not just a way to pay your bills, but to find purpose and value in your every single day. And when you flip that script, when you look at it from that lens, I think it's incredibly powerful because I don't know about you, but I was not put on this earth to work, pay the bills, and die. Like I want to have purpose, value, and passion in my life, which I think is why it is so incredibly important for you to find a job that aligns with that, that allows you to fulfill that purpose, to fulfill that passion, and still find joy in your everyday. And I think as 
you know, millennials, we are people who think that we always have to be giving. We think we always have to be doing more. We always have to be picking up in the overtime shift. We have to be stretching ourselves thin in order to serve others. And the reality of it is, is that is not freaking true. You have to learn how to set boundaries in your career to prevent burnout. So that way you can see the longevity in your career. As a nurse, it is exhausting mentally, emotionally, physically, but I set better boundaries by saying no to overtime, by making sure that I show up to every day with positive energy and remind myself why I'm there and that my career of helping others and impacting others provides value to my life as a nurse and as a mentor running my own business. Both of those things bring me so much freaking joy. And if you're in a job and you're like, I don't love this, I don't want to be here. Guess what? Change it. You have it in your hands to change life and make it whatever you want it to be. I'm not telling you to like walk into your office and be like, okay, boss, I'm quitting. Obviously you need to have a backup plan, but if you're not happy where you're at, don't feel guilty for wanting more for yourself. Don't feel guilty for wanting change. That's okay. And one final comparison loop that we get stuck in is education. Some fancy few letters behind our name or some shiny degree. And does that really matter? If that's not your jam, if college isn't your jam, if continuing education isn't your jam, if you don't want to go back to grad school, don't feel obligated to. It's okay. And this is an internal battle that I have been having in real time. I don't have any desire to go back to grad school. And sometimes people on the gram make me feel guilty for that. But you know what? It's my life. I'm in my 20s. I am the catalyst for change. And I am on a trajectory that is incredibly freaking powerful. So jump on board with me and use your 20s as an opportunity. This phase two as a chance for personal discovery, right? Quit wearing busy as a badge of honor and start finding hobbies that align with your values and your passions and that make you feel lit on fire and bring you purpose. Start to evaluate your friendships and your community and the circle that you're surrounded by. Start to engage in healthy habits and really give a damn about what you're doing and what you're putting into your body and how you're treating yourself. And most importantly, don't settle for a career that you don't love. Don't just work for the paycheck. Work because it brings you passion and value and purpose. And man, oh man, am I fired up and I am so grateful that you are here. Thank you for listening. Please tag me and let me know what your takeaways from this episode were. I am so excited for next week's episode, so make sure you tune back. Every single Monday, I drop an episode at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So much love, so much joy, so much gratitude. Don't forget that I am rooting for you always. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.